Well, this is the most prepared I think I've ever been for one of these episodes, to be honest. I'm way less prepared than you, but I'm more prepared than every other version of Korean. <laughs> I didn't know yet you actually had a colonoscopy. I did not. I did not have the colonoscopy. Oh, okay. I'm in good shape. That's good. No, I had, I had to take a family member who's in that age group that has to get you know, colonoscopies done every once in a while. I don't remember the cadence. Is that something they have to do every few years? Do you know? I think it starts when you approach 50 and then every few years. I, I think I think recommended is five, but I'm not, I, I'm not 100% certain on that. So I had to take a family member to get a colonoscopy because someone needs to go with them because they completely sedate you. And then afterwards, you can't drive or anything for the rest of the day. So I went with them. And there was something that really drove me crazy, which drives me crazy about a lot of waiting rooms, which is just the presence of the freaking television. So I knew I was going to be there for quite a while. You know, it takes time to put the person under and do the procedure, and then they're still knocked out for a while. So I wanted to sit there and read, but I couldn't because... They have this TV on in the waiting room with one of these like morning news shows, the round table type shows. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hearing all of this news that I don't care about. And then spaced in between with the news are all these really annoying commercials. And I've got some person shouting at me, trying to get me to lease a new Nissan. And because I knew that at some point they were going to call me back. I felt like I couldn't just sit there with my headphones in because then I wouldn't hear them when they called my name. This this just drives me crazy. I look around and everybody's just on their phone anyways. And I'm thinking, why is this TV even on? Nobody's watching it. I kind of wanted to ask if I could just mute the thing. But I don't know. I, I just, I felt like she'd probably shoot me down and say that they want to leave it on in case somebody does come in who wants to watch it. Oh, I, I, I'd ask to mute. Oh, oh. Maybe not mute it, but at least turn it down to a reasonable volume if it's way too loud. I haven't done that before with a TV, but at the gym I go to, it's like shared between a few offices, and they have a like built-in like radio system for the gym. And sometimes the music is not really something you want to listen to when you're working out, or it's way too loud that even if you have headphones in, you can still hear it, like it's screaming. So I just always say, hey, let's just put this thing off. I think it depends on the set on the setting. Like if there's a bunch of other strangers around, you may feel weird doing it. But I think I think it'll be enough to drive me crazy if the TV's on that loud. Because the last time I was in the doctor's office, there was a TV. It was the same morning news show, but it was muted, and I I just was on my phone waiting. And and speaking of the phones, this brings me to my next point. Because like I said, first of all, it was stupid that the TV was on because everyone was playing on their phones anyways. Secondly. In several places in this waiting room, there were signs taped up asking people to not talk on the phone because it's distracting to other patients. And I'm I'm thinking it's distracting for somebody to be talking on the phone in there, but it's not distracting to have this stupid TV going the whole time. Plus the iconography on the signs. These signs have probably been up for like 15 years or something because the signs have like these pictures of little flip phones instead of, you know, like a smartphone, like with the, with the buttons and everything. But anyways, that's beside the point. 
So you've got these stupid, you know, no talking on your phone signs while the TV is, is going and, and blurring the whole time. And I'm just thinking, what the hell is the deal with this? The, the last waiting room I was in, they offered free Wi-Fi as well. So it was almost encouraged to use your phone. Uh, there was a little TV, but it was one of those like real little tiny ones with like the news on it and it wasn't distracting at all. I think in, the, in, in this day when almost everyone has a, a smartphone, I say just keep the TV off. Everybody's responsible for bringing their own distraction, you know, while they're sitting there waiting. Yeah. Well, hang on. I, I, there's something else to consider here. You went to a doctor's office that only does colonoscopies, or they do, do they do a multiple? Uh, no. Well, I mean, it's specific to digestive health, okay. but I think a main part of that is is colonoscopies. Yeah. I already know where you're going with this. Yeah, it's mainly for older people yeah and most older people don't have phones i'm gonna push back on that i think you need to walk back most because i think a lot of older people now even even have them they may have a phone it may be a smartphone but they don't use all the features of a smartphone or it can be very cumbersome to use okay well it's it's not cumbersome to scroll through facebook i guess uh but uh on my most recent business trip i was at the airport and i don't know if you've you've seen all the and most, most airports now have little iPads where you can order food and drinks from. And they all take credit cards. And this one gentleman, an, old, an older gentleman came down and he's like, this is too hard to order. Do you just have a regular menu? And she's like, no, it's only this. He's like, you don't take cash? He's like, and she says, no, it's only credit card. And he just like scoffed and then walked away uh, because he just didn't want to deal with it, even though he wanted something. Anyway, the, the point of that story was, Maybe that waiting room was catered towards older people. So the TV created other problems for me as well, though, because you got this waiting room and there are a few other people in there. And as everyone knows, when there's a room with several strangers in it, people behave like an ideal gas and they <laughs> spread out to feel the space, right? So the few other people were spaced throughout the room so my choices were sit by the TV or sit like uncomfortably close to someone or sit in this other chair, which looked kind of different and special. So I sat in the special chair and here's what I think was going on with this, this special chair. It was about 50% wider than any of the other chairs there. And I think this was like the designated obese person chair. I, I don't know if there was another purpose to how just ridiculously wide this chair was, but that's what I interpreted it to be, was that this is for people who are too wide to sit in the normal chairs. So I ended up sitting in this chair, and if I, if I spot somebody walking in who looks very large, I maybe will relocate myself. So uh, I guess, first of all, can you think of another reason for why there would be a chair 50% wider? No, I mean... I think uh, your rationale is maybe similar to mine. Like, I wouldn't want to sit near the TV. I think I would have done the same thing. But if, if, if I saw someone really big who came in, I don't know if I would have gone up, like, right away. Or I, I, I would have tried to make it seem less obvious of what I, what I was thinking. Because what if they thought they didn't, didn't need to sit in the big person chair? You know, F, when, I, when I first sat down, I really didn't, I kind of noticed that it looked different, but I didn't think much of it. And then I sat down. And then as I'm sitting there, I realize I think that I'm not supposed to be sitting in this chair. I think this chair should be for large people. 
But then I felt like I'm committed to this chair now. And if I get up and then I move and sit in another chair, these other people are going to think, like, what is this person doing? Is that, is that chair not good enough for them? I actually would have I actually would have moved. I've done this a number of times in waiting room situations, places where you have to sit and wait for something. I just pick a seat and then I realize within like 15 seconds, I shouldn't have sat here. I should have picked a different seat. But then I feel like I feel very weird moving to a different seat. Oh, I'd move. For sure, I've de- I've definitely done that before, and I realized this is not this is not the good location, and then I'll move. And it's worse if it's winter time and you have a jacket and all that other stuff, because then it's more you make more noise <laughs> and just you not as discreet. Yeah, draw more attention to the fact you're relocating. Yeah, yeah. especially if there are a number of people sitting around. I don't want to like. Well, even though this may occasionally be true, I don't necessarily want to signal to the people that I'm sitting by. I don't want to sit by you. I'm going to go sit by these other people. (laughs) Oh, okay. I've changed my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's nice is, I guess, if there's some other thing you can quickly do to segue into that new seat. Like, oh, I'm going to get up and get a cup of coffee. And then, oh, what do you know? There's a seat right here. I I don't need to walk all the way back to the other seat. You know? I think that's the, the pro version of finding a new seat. Instead of just looking around and then randomly getting up and deciding to move you create a distraction and I, you know i actually did get up and move after one of the people went up and, and went to the back i got up and i did relocate because where i was sitting i was far from the tv but i was also looking directly at it i moved to a different seat so that i was no longer looking directly at the tv but then there were like like windows in the waiting area and if i looked up I could see the reflection of the TV. <laughs> like, very, a very bright reflection. And then through the... So I'm, like, seeing the TV in my waiting room reflected on the glass. And then, like, basically just, like, right next to that reflection through the glass, I'm seeing a TV in an adjacent waiting area because it's, like, this building, I think, has a number of different health services or something in it, you know? We were just in the, the one area. So I'm looking through the glass, and then I, I literally see the TV in another waiting room that has another big glass window in it. So now I'm, like, looking at two TVs instead of one. <laughs> Ridiculous. My, my feeling on sitting in the big person chair was, what it reminded me of is the designated, like, old person and disabled people seats that you'll sometimes see places. So living in Atlanta... Every once in a while, I would take the MARTA public uh, train, and they had designated seats on the train, which are right by the doors, and also oriented parallel to the train, like to the movement of the train, and not perpendicular to the movement of the train, which meant that you didn't have another seat right in front of you jammed up against you. And I love to sit in those seats because I have room for my legs. So I I would always want to sit there, but... The signage for the chairs basically says, if someone needs to sit there, you have to forfeit the seat. So they're technically saying that it's not that you're not allowed to sit there, but if you're sitting there and somebody who needs it gets on the train, you have to give it up to them, which seems reasonable. But kind of like you're saying about the, the big person walking in and like you feeling weird about offering it to them like, you look like you could use this extra large chair. Do you want me to move? 
there's like a similar feeling with it's like you're sizing up people and saying like uh, you you look like you're no longer able-bodied would you would you like to sit in this designated chair for elderly people you, you know what i mean there is a system for identifying someone who really needs a spot and i'm using the same concept as like parking because people have to have the, the special tag to park in the handicap spots but what if there was a a, a tag for just to keep on you so when you get on the train you can flash that like hey i've got credentials i need that spot <laughs> <laughs> that way there's no confusion you don't have to make an awkward assumption about someone and uh, I, i've seen places that have the uh, even on, on the train and and parking lots that have for expecting mothers and, and you don't want to if, if they are in that situation you don't want to put the pressure on them to have to ask you right you want to the expectation is you should have to voluntarily give it up but also you don't want to it, it's such a tricky situation it's almost like you just need to give it up without asking and then just see if they take it like pretend like you almost don't even notice them just yes. like oh i'm going to get up and just stretch for a while but then you risk they don't even want it and then somebody swoops into this a plus great seat well this all comes down to is just not trying not to make someone feel bad or get into an undesirable situation speaking of the expectant mother spots that you mentioned that are that are in some like parking lots i wonder this sometimes when i see those how pregnant do you need to be to be able to park there <laughs> <laughs> like how, how many months are we talking is this like a you have to be in the third trimester. I just think about that sometimes. If there was a woman who was only like three months pregnant and she parked there, would other women kind of like scoff at her for parking parking there? I think yes. If you if you if you're in the early stages of pregnancy and you're not really showing, there's other people who aren't pregnant that may have more difficult time than someone who's early stages. I'm I'm saying in, in in order of weeks where you're not even showing that you're pregnant. So do you think that's the cutoff? Is you have to at least be showing? I think that makes sense from a physical point of view, but if someone if if someone's in a rush because they I I I don't know that, that let me think about this one because you could argue that the spot is there from a physical point of view or convenience. Because what if you're like late for an appointment? But this gets into a, maybe this doesn't apply. Because... Wait, 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 wait. So are you basically saying it's a parking spot for women who are very pregnant or women who are a little bit pregnant and in a hurry? Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then you can say, well, if I'm if I'm working two jobs, time I need the time more than someone else. So could you argue that you need a spot for people who who are just very busy? But then. Everybody says they're busy. There are people who would park there every single time because they're always in a hurry. And I know these people because they're riding my ass five feet behind my car on the road. And people who do that are mainly angry, one, because everyone's driving slow. But the reason they're driving so fast is because they did something to make themselves late in the first place. Preach. Well, back back to the colonoscopy thing. When you well, when we started talking about this, it reminded me of my experience, and th- this was a, a a few years ago. But I remember being in the waiting room, 
And in this waiting room, they had a clipboard where you'd write your name, take a seat, and then they'd just call you by name, and then you'd come in and show ID. And and there wasn't many people there, but a gentleman came in, saw my name, crossed it off, and wrote his own name. What? And, and I was sitting close enough that I could see it. And most people under 50 who have to get a colonoscopy are really not well, so I wasn't in the best moods to begin with. So I got pissed because, one, I'm not feeling great. This guy thinks he can cut in front of me in line. And most people wrote their first and last name. And I just wrote Cree because that document is not anything. Like, I'm not going to put all my, my details on there because it's just a piece of paper. When they call that name, then I'll be able to provide. And I've done that before many times, so it, it's all right. But I was so taken aback that this guy did that. So... I got up there and said, hey, why'd you do that? That's me. And he was old enough where he might have been hard of hearing, or at least he pretended he was, because he just kind of scoffed and he like mumbled something. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it made me even more angry. <laughs> and so I was this close to crossing his own name off, but I didn't. <laughs> I, just, I just wrote my name again above him. And then when the lady came out to call who was next, he just stood up automatically, even though there were more people in front of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he, he started to make a scene, and the, the lady working there just let him in. So that just elevated anger to the next level. So that's, that's how it started. And then, okay, I, I, get, I get done with that, that appointment, and I go and I pick up the prep. Uh, and if you're not familiar, you have to drink this giant bottle of like solution. I, I don't remember what it's called, but it helps like, kind of clean out your system so when you go in, they can see what they need to see. And this happened to coincide. It's a Friday where I picked it up. My appointment's Monday, the day before you do the prep. And that that time period was, there was something going on in the area that impacted the water. So it was a, a water crisis was this uh was this the algae thing or something yes it was yeah, yeah. so in, in the ohio area the algae blooms impacted a lot of the water and i don't think it was severe enough and i don't know how many people were impacted that actually got sick because of that but out of precaution it was advised not to drink any of the tap water or use it for cooking people were out buying crazy amounts of bottled water and and then selling them out of the back of their trucks. It, it The whole city went into like mayhem. There, there was like a black market for water. Yes. It was crazy. Someone was selling like a case of water that you could buy for a couple bucks for $20. And people were buying it. Oh my God. The stores were cleaned out. Once the hint of, hey, there's a water crisis, people went overboard. But anyway, back to the story. On Saturday, I called the doctor's office because I knew... Many places were closing, and I asked, "Hey, is this is this still on? Because I don't want to start this prep because it 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 sucks." And she said, "No, it's it's still going." Sunday, I go through the prep, and I feel off. I remember being so miserable, and then Monday morning comes around, and I get a call that the appointment's canceled because of, of the of the water situation. Uh and I I was just so upset already. And we rescheduled, but it was far enough away. I think it was within a few weeks. Just the whole plan shot. 
And the worst part is I had to go and do the prep again. Boy, that guy you crossed your name off. At, at first, I thought that story was going to take a different turn. I thought this was going to be like a... When you said that all you wrote was Cree, my thought was this guy saw three letters on a line that most people write out their full name. And he thought, all right, somebody started to write their name and then abandoned their appointment or something. Or started to write it and for some reason didn't finish. I'm just going to get rid of this and put my name. But it turns out that uh, the guy was just an asshole. Yeah, oh, he was a jerk. I, it's hard for me to say in a lot of these situations what I actually would have done until you're really in the situation. But treating it just as a thought experiment, I can say I really would have considered crossing out his name when I went back up and wrote my name. I There is a good chance that I would have done that. <laughs> I'm not, I can't say for certain if I would have or if I would have had the coolness to, to not do it, but... I mean, like you're saying, I would. I guess I should include the context of why I would be there, right? So if I was having to go get, go get one, it's probably because I was having some some issue, and so I would not be in a mood for any kind of nonsense, because also there would not have been the possible situation of him thinking that my name wasn't abandoned mid mid writing, right? So. And here's the reason for me not writing my full name. There's times where someone will try and pronounce it. And if I'm not paying attention, I won't even hear it. Because the pronunciation is... Uh, it's so different. There was one time where someone was trying to pronounce my name. And it wasn't the usual... Like people mispronounce it, but it wasn't one of the usual ones. And they just glossed over me and moved on because no one came up to claim or to do anything then by the time i realized hey i've been here for a long time like i came in before that guy and he's already been served uh they're like yeah we called your name no one came up and it's like well that sucks because i couldn't hear it uh, distinguish it did you ever consider using your coffee shop alias at the at a doctor's office or is that too confusing for everybody you that, think? that that would be too confusing uh because then they think i'm trying to impersonate someone else it's like well you wrote this random name why why are you coming here? You're trying to cut line? And then if I go into the whole explanation of no, it's because my name's complicated and this is this is an alias, I feel like that'll go over poorly and then I could risk just being at the back of the line. Why can't they just have like one of those number ticker things like at the DMV or like the deli counter? Yeah, the number ones are good too. But it's less personal. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Plus, also, you know, the great thing about that is that with the number system, you could create a secondary market to work out the fact that some people are in a hurry. So if they're on number, you know, 45, and I have number 46, but I'm not doing much anything else that day, and somebody just walked in and they've got number 55, but they're in a real hurry, I could sell them my number 46 ticket. Like, how much is your time worth? So that is a great market-based solution to these asshole people in a hurry. Is like, all right, you're really in a hurry. Like, how much are you willing to pay for that hurry? I generally don't like to tell people about myself more than I need to. That That is totally reasonable, and yeah. I in the same way. <laughs> yeah, and there's no real reason, just because I don't, I don't want to 
share too much. But I, f- I found myself in certain situations where, especially with people trying to sell you something, where they'll ask questions and they do it so they can get to know you better and like maybe try and like be buddy buddy and maybe you're more likely to buy something from them. But also to sometimes they'll ask you specific questions about yourself so they can help you find a product that suits your needs. Especially if you're buying a car or working with a realtor. But for for one one or two of these situations where I've I've asked like I've I've been asked very personal questions. And they're not that personal, they're just more specific to me. I won't actually give the the real answer. I'll give something similar to it that because I know why they're asking the question, but I don't want to tell them exactly what I what I'm up to or what I'm doing. And the only reason is I just don't want them to know more about me, which is kind of weird. I really don't think it's weird. I mean, privacy is its own. You don't need a reason to want privacy. You, but you I'm just lying. Need an excuse. Yeah. But I'm just lying about it just because they need an answer. I know they need an answer, but I don't want to give them my, my answer. I want to give something similar to it. It's a white lie. I was talking to a friend who he's, he's building a house and he, he had a handful of these special bricks and they've, I think, you think they're from like the 1940s and they're very unique, very cool looking and he was going to try and make something out of it. But he only had a handful and he needed more. So he tracked down the place that uh, that sells them and he, he went over to get some more. But they were, they were pretty pricey. So when he saw that the, the price of it, I think he was talking to a salesperson and the person asked him, like, what are you doing? The guy, my friend, wanted to get a gauge on how much they really cost and why they're sold at the price they're sold. Because if they cost, or what the margin or markup is on it. And he wanted to know because he didn't know if he was just getting gouged because they're, they're pretty rare. So he, he, he changes his story saying, hey, you know, I've got a bunch of these bricks. I'm looking to sell them. Do you guys want to uh. buy them? <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's good. And afterwards, he was telling me, like, uh, he felt very strange. Like, didn't know really why he had to make up that story. He could have just told the truth, but he just didn't want to. And I thought that was that was interesting because he said he felt really, really funny afterwards. Like, it just gave him a weird feeling. He described it as feeling very greasy. Yeah. So have you ever done that where you're telling, uh, or maybe you disguise the truth in order to get some information or to not reveal anything specific about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is within a professional context, because I, I used to work in a research and development department. And I would call vendors sometimes to ask for samples of different types of materials or chemicals, that type of thing. And they're salesmen and they always want to ask you a whole bunch of questions about what is the situation that you want to use it in and all that type of stuff. And I would always have to play kind of dumb and generic about what I was planning on doing with it because I couldn't really get into the specifics of it for confidentiality reasons, right? So I I would always feel real awkward because they try to ask you 10 different ways. And so I would come up with a really generic answer or try to talk about something that we, like something real obvious that we already made 
but that I wasn't really looking to use it for, if that makes sense. I'm being vague talking about it even now. <laughs> yeah, but, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. If it's a complete stranger and someone you're never going to meet again, I have no issue with like a cover story, basically. A lot of times, it's just it's just better for everybody. It's just simpler. Another thing that happens to me a lot of times is someone will approach me as like trying to sell me something, whether it's at the mall, even though I don't go to the mall very often, but you have like those kiosk people or sometimes in a big store like Costco or someplace, they'll be like, I don't know what to call them. Sub they're salesmen, they're but it's weird. Sales people. Yeah. yeah they're they're like, not affiliated yeah. with Costco, but they are like, contracted there to sell something. So they, they, pay Costco to be there and help sell their product. Right. So there's like some third-party salesperson in there. This has even happened to me in Walmart, actually. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're all over the place. Can't get rid of them. <laughs> so they'll try and sell me something, and I very quickly size up what they're trying to sell, and I already have an excuse ready to go about why I can't get the thing. And usually it's because I already have the thing. So I don't have to like say that I'm not interested and then have them say something back to me again about why I should be interested in all this. Let's just cut through this. And one of the easiest things is I already have the thing or there's some something which completely disqualifies me from needing it, right? So I, I just try on the fly to quickly come up with something. And it, it's it, sometimes it might be true, but there's no... Like, I'm not against lying in that situation. I'll just come up with something, some reason why I can't have the thing, or I'll lie and say that I already have the thing. So, yeah, I, I have no problems doing that. I feel like salesmen in general are not afraid to lie and or bend the truth to get you to buy things. So it's like the rules of engagement with salesmen, as I feel like you should be allowed to do that same kind of thing back to defend yourself. Fight fire with fire. So the last time that I went to the grocery store, and by grocery store, I mean Walmart, there were maybe three different times during that brief grocery trip where people practically collided into my cart with their cart. And I contest that it is because these people do not follow any kind of shopping cart traffic laws. The way that I think about it is, when you are driving a shopping cart throughout the aisles of a store, basically all of the laws of traffic when you're in a vehicle, those transfer over into the store when you're driving carts. And so the, the roads, I actually just misspoke, the aisles in a store are, are like roads, right? Because if you think about, especially in one of these big stores like Walmart that has all these aisles and things, it's like you have your main, your main roads, your main aisles that run in one orientation, right, along the length of the store. And then you have side streets that run perpendicular to those. And so you have like the high traffic roads where you can get where you're going faster, move through the store. And then you have, you turn on a side street to, to go down some particular aisle. Right, And that matters because when you're pulling out of a side street and you need to make make a turn back onto the main road, there's a stop sign there, right? You don't just 
blow through the stop sign and ram your cart into somebody else's cart when that person already has the right of way and is going down the main street of Walmart down the grocery aisle, right? And I swear to you, three times at least, I had like near collisions with these people because they just blow through and they don't even stop and check to see if somebody is walking through with their cart. I want to see how these people drive. Do these people drive this way or do they just not understand that it's basically the same thing and they're just incapable of transferring this analogous system of rules over? I think that it, it, it's, in, it's, not the, it's not that they drive poorly because I'm, I'm, I don't know that information. I think it's more just the distraction of being in the store because they're looking, they're more concerned about the items they're looking for rather than treating it like actual traffic laws. I disagree. I, I disagree with you because they are, they are turning off of their aisle onto the next aisle. So it's not like they're in the middle of investigating some product on a shelf or something. You know what I mean? Like they... I mean, I guess maybe I kind of see where you go. Like they're they're thinking about they're thinking about what they're looking for, not thinking about traffic. Yes, and most people don't see the grocery store aisles as being a road, and they don't follow the you know stay in your own lane or everyone. If you're going one direction, you stay towards the right. When you're going the other direction, you're to the left. And how to uh, pull? I guess pull over to the side if you're stopping to get something. Most people stop in the middle of the aisle. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Going shopping in one of these stores is like driving, trying to drive a car in a third world country, right? When nobody obeys the traffic <laughs> laws. Instead of pulling over to the side, people just stop in the middle of the street. People are driving the wrong direction down down the road. They don't obey any kind of stop signs or anything. It's just it's madness. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people? It's a lack of awareness for your surroundings because when people are the most frustrating thing is someone walking slow in front of you that has no idea there's someone else behind you and they suddenly stop. Oh, God. And they stop in the middle that oncoming folks cannot get through and anyone behind you cannot get through. Or if they're on their phone or just already distracted looking for something while being on their phone and then there's a kid crying in the background. It's, it's awful. I strongly dislike shopping at peak times. Um, I prefer to go very early in the morning. I, I I try to do the same thing, but I can't. But I can't. I'm not always able to do it. But I I absolutely try to do the same thing. I try to go during off hours. The other thing I try to do is, I try to avoid getting a shopping cart. So if I'm if I'm doing a shopping trip, that's more of like a refresher. I try to just use the the basket. But a lot of times, I guess this gets to a separate issue, which is people are terrible about returning the baskets. So a lot of times I go to get a basket and there are no, there, there aren't any baskets left. Because I think, and I don't think that they're all in circulation. I think that people just abandon them different places or don't return them. And so there's no baskets. So then I have to get the stupid shopping cart. I think people take those home. I think you're probably right. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I might have borrowed one once. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> but I do say borrow. I do say borrow. 
and then the the other annoyance is I think and actually because it's Walmart it probably does make sense in that I think a lot of times people are going to Walmart and buying a whole bunch of stuff because they're like an everything store so they want people to fill up these big shopping carts but they don't have the little like half carts that you see at some grocery stores like uh like Kroger at least the Kroger's that I'm used to generally have like these two tiered small shopping carts I, and whenever I like those. whenever possible yeah oh yeah whenever possible I get those because they fix a lot of these issues because the maneuverability is excellent so this solves a lot of the traffic issues because you can you can very quickly like maneuver around people and you're less likely to get stuck someplace. It's like driving like a Mini Cooper or something and everybody else is stuck driving some giant Ford truck and you can just very easily, you know, park and move and get around everybody this is what it feels like. The normal shopping carts are way too big. Way too big for my purposes as someone buying groceries for myself. So I'm just generally dissatisfied no matter what <laughs> during these like, visits to Walmart. This is like a common theme throughout the show is just general dissatisfaction. Yeah. Uh, I guess it is. Yeah. But so the, when, when, you, when you spoke about the carts, besides Costco, I always use the, the smaller two-tiered ones. Mainly for the same reasons as you. But the, the, the difference of living here on the East Coast compared to Ohio, the stores are generally on a smaller footprint, but they have I feel like just as many items in the store that can accommodate that many people. So everything's that much tighter or jam-packed. So the aisles, roadways are even narrower, which makes it challenging... It's like- <laughs> It's like driving in Europe. Yeah, and the population density is higher, especially during peak times where if you have a big cart, I don't know how you're moving that thing around because it feels like that's the only thing that can fit down the aisle if you're going. It's almost like a one-way aisle. <laughs> that's not, well, ooh, hmm. I don't know. I, I, my, so my gut, my gut feeling there was, hey, maybe that's a good idea to have one-way, one-way aisles, but... You get some idiot that'll come the other way, and yeah, then the whole that, thing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Someone is gonna ruin it, and then, yeah, yeah. Because already the 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 most annoying thing is the like if you just stay to the right, and don't if you're stopping for an item, pull over to the right, and then try and get it so that you leave space for people coming down the opposite direction. But people who stop in the middle or go over to the left, and then it just it just everything just just is destroyed. The other frustrating thing that happens to me every once in a while, and that happened to me at this most recent grocery visit, is someone was basically stalking me to my car, like wanting wanting my parking spot. They were they they were in their car and you were walking to your car. Yes. So okay. someone was doing the basically hovering right over top of me to try and get my parking spot because I had a I wound up with a pretty decent parking spot this last time that I went and so someone was looking for a parking spot to park and it's like I, I, I had not even started putting my groceries in my trunk yet before they parked and began to camp out and wait for me and that is just way too early 
I would be so frustrated if I was one of the people behind them in the parking lots who they were blocking, first of all. Because I And I know this because I get frustrated when people do it to me. Also, it's very frustrating to me because it like stresses me out. You're like sitting there tapping your foot. All right, come on, get your stuff in your car, get out of here. And I'm just thinking like, you don't have to stop here and wait for me. I'm not asking you to do that. You're taking this upon yourself. I feel rushed and I don't like to be rushed. To be honest, I don't even like it when I'm all packed up getting in my car. Because sometimes I want to think about, do I need to stop someplace on the way home or whatever? And I just, I want a minute to sit there and think about what I'm doing next or which way I want to go home. And I just hate the fact that there's someone hovering right on top of me wanting my spot immediately. So this is actually a reason why a lot of times I don't even bother trying to park close and I just park far away just to avoid myself the stress of these people trying to immediately take my spot. And then also my annoyance with the pedestrians who are in a higher concentration around the front of the store. And if you just park further away, you don't have to deal with that, right? And it's just quicker to leave. But the hovering thing, and and it's funny, while this was going on and the person was hovering right over top of me, trying to rush me to get my spot, I felt like if I was Korean... I would take 10 minutes to put these groceries in my car. Oh, I was just going to say that. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't I did not do that not because of the person waiting even, but because of the people who he was then blocking, right? So I felt like there's just too much collateral damage in that situation of this asshole blocking all these other people from being able to park. And So I guess that's the best reason I would say that I didn't end up doing that as much as I did want to. Yeah, you, 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 you're very considerate and thought about the needs of the many. (laughs) You're correct. If it were me, I would take my sweet time. I one, I'd I'd slow down the unpacking of the groceries, and then I'd just, I like put out my phone. I'd find some reason to be slow. And it depends. Okay, so let me ask you a few questions. In this parking lot, were all the spots taken? It was a Walmart. Of course, all the spots weren't taken. There's a million spots there. You were in a prime location. It's like a close spot fell into my lap. I wasn't even necessarily trying to get a close spot. I was just trying to park way off to the one side where I'd like to park. And I was planning to just keep going and park further away. But there was just a spot right there. So I pulled into it. And then I regretted it when I tried to leave. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I follow you, and and usually I park far away for a few reasons. One, uh, to avoid the pedestrians, the the people that are just 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 all that that congestion up front, and then I generally don't walk very much, so I I use that as an excuse to just walk around, and it takes an extra thirty seconds, uh, unless if if it's raining, then it it does get a little bit less ideal. But I, I, I slow down so much, especially if someone's riding me. I take my sweet time at, at almost to the point where it's making me annoyed that I'm going so slow. And even if I'm late, I, I'd go even slower just, just, just because. It's just one of those things. This is not Disney World, right? <laughs> or Cedar Point or some situation where if you don't get this spot, you're going to be walking for 10 minutes to get where you're going, right? I mean, yeah. it's a Walmart parking lot. They're big, 
but you can get from one end, you know, no matter how far away you park, you can make it to the store and it's got to be less than a minute, right? I don't know. Unless you're like one of these people who has to ride a motorized scooter because you're so slow. I don't know. Oh, there's, there's some grocery stores uh, and I, th- I think I was telling you about the, the East Coast stuff where I've seen a full parking lot where there's only one or two spots available and the store itself isn't as big as a typical one, but there's just a lot of people and oftentimes you have to wait or go way, way in the back. But if there were spots available, for sure I'd slow down. If there's nothing available, maybe I'll hurry up a little bit because then I know, okay, this, I'm, I'm holding up everybody. Yeah. No, take, that's that the would, only yeah. that's the only reason why I would take into consideration to to go quicker, and I do feel even even as I'm as I'm slowing down or if I if I choose to intentionally delay, I'd feel the pressure and stress of being rushed, and I I, I don't like that feeling, but I do it just out of spite, <laughs> because it's unnecessary for someone to to do that. Like okay, if you can walk an extra thirty seconds. It'll, it'll take you 30 seconds longer. You don't need to be doing what you're doing if there's spots available. If there's nothing available, then okay. I, I see the reasoning, but I'm not going to... Because if I get stressed and rushed, I may forget something that I'm supposed to do and end up taking a wrong turn or intentionally or unintentionally doing something to cause myself even more stress later on. Yeah, I, I almost want to wave the person on as if... Like I need to run back in for something I forgot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just make them make them go ahead so that I could take my time. Like you, you, you unpack your groceries, lock up your car, and head back into the store. Right. <laughs> or just like like motion that I am. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how, and that's not an easy thing to pantomime. But yeah, maybe like try and wave them on to go on as I'm packing. And then once they're packed up, if, if if they still haven't moved, then yeah, I start to walk back towards the store to think about what I'm doing next and, and whatever. <laughs> and then after they start going and I've gathered my thoughts, then I can turn around and walk back to my car. The, the sad thing is I, I almost would rather do that than be super rushed to get in my car and pull out and do all that nonsense. I, I, I never do this to other people. I swear I don't. I, I don't either, but people are idiots. My cutoff for when I'll do it is if someone is, they're already packed up and everything, and they are literally like getting into the car, right? Stepping into the front seat and closing the door. I'll then stop. But then I have a, a very brief window of if they don't start moving, then I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not dealing with this. And then I just go. Yeah, it, it it depends on if there's spots available. If there's nothing available, then you... Of course, yes. I Yeah. But I'm like you, where if there's... If there are spots available, I just go to the immediately available spot, even if it's far away. Actually, I, I prefer that it's far away because people are very inconsiderate when returning their shopping carts to the designated area. And, and I think places like Walmart are... are are pretty good at placing the cart drop-off spots. Like, they're spread out so much, there's usually one close to you, no matter where you are in the lot. But people still just leave their shopping carts in the middle of nowhere, even though they're close enough to 
the drop-off location. And it drives me nuts because I've seen cars, especially if the lot is on an incline, roll and hit another car. The, the type of people who do that, who just abandon their shopping carts in some random-ass place in the parking lot when there's a cart return just a stone's throw away, I, I want to, like, interview these people to understand how their brain works. It doesn't. Because it just... It breaks my brain trying to understand how people function that way. I, I can't wrap my head around it. Let me switch into uh, air. AirPods. AirPod mode. I call these, I don't know if you picked up on this, I constantly call them AirBuds, and probably you thought I was just making a dumb joke, but I, I genuinely accidentally call them AirBuds all the time, and I've, it makes me feel like an idiot. I... Because AirBud, AirBud's like that... The dog. Your, the, the dog the dog who plays basketball. <laughs> they, they made uh, AirBud, I think there was a football version as well. I'm, I think there were many sequels. <clears throat> Let me take a drink here, though. That was uh, unnecessary. <laughs> it's a, oh, I, I did that just for you. Can you still hear me? Well, that was. Hi. Hi. I, I laughed so enthusiastically that my arm severed the cord between my uh, <laughs> earphones and the phone, and it disconnected. <laughs> my phone went flying. Uh, <laughs> Yet another reason why I need those uh, earbuds. <laughs>